Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Purple Splash. Hi, Francisco. Hi, Nish. How are you? Doing great, and you? Perfect. Just cool. glad to be here. <laughs> I'm very happy with that, too. So today, um, I'm here with Francisco Cajola. Um, Francisco, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah of course. So, of course, my name is Francisco. Um, I'm from originally from Lisbon. I'm currently living in Porto. I'm a software engineer, engineering, software engineer, engineer at building, <laughs> at building, at the building team here in Talkdesk. I have been with a with Talkdesk for the past two and a half years. I joined as a tech dojo, so I am one of those lucky lucky guys that just went went straight from college to here, and really lucky to find this perfect first job for me. Really speaks volumes to me the opportunity to be here and i'm just really glad i'm kind of nervous so as you can see to have the opportunity to speak a little bit a little bit about me here in the podcast one thing that i can can tell you is that francisco was a great host well i'm kind of lying here because he wasn't a great host i'm hoping that he will be a great host for our pet talent show because uh it still didn't happen uh by the time we're recording this um but i know that you're really into animals right you like yeah yeah i'm really into dogs so they are kind of been a huge part of my life recently um I got the first one, my family dog. We, my grandfather, really wanted a dog, and we he got the dog. And then um, when he passed away, I really made an effort to 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 be to have him. So we just told my mom and my dad really when I was still in college, college right? So please just let me have the dog. <laughs> so and that's Gaspar. He's a mix of uh, a Perdigueiro Portuguese and uh, um, an English Shatter. So it's really good dog. And then um, my sister has another dog that uh, we spent some time with him. It's called Goji. He's a Jack Jack Russell with uh, tons of fur and he's really energetic and he's completely crazy. And then we leave, me and my girlfriend, we live with our 15 year old dog. It's, it's, he's Benny and he's the most precious thing in the whole world, just sleeping right there, right beside me. So it just really. Oh, sorry. He's 15? Yeah, he's 15. Yeah, he's 15, but he still feels like a puppy. Like, he's just <laughs> always running around, always demanding for snacks, always barking at me, he just looks at me with his big, cute eyes and just tells me, please pet me and give me treats. What's the cutest thing he does? Okay, probably the thing that when we tell him to laugh, he just kind of smirks and just gives us <laughs> a little smile. Yeah, so we just pat him and, and, and say, Ri, he, it's Portuguese word for uh, smile. And so he just uh, gives us a little smirk. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that annoys you the most? Oh, okay. So sometimes when he goes to sleep at night, he just keeps going around, just making noises with just little. Here is little taps just running around the house. And okay. um, sometimes it's so energetic at night, I don't get it. Okay. During the day, he sleeps a lot, right? So at night, he needs to spend all that energy. And he just does, selects the worst time. That's what I'm really tired. So he just really goes 
around and she just bucks at us and she wants to climb the top of the bed and then he wants to get out of bed. Okay, so he's better. I don't think that's particularly annoying, right? I just think it's part of who he is. And I really, really like to have like that kind of energy. Oh my God. That's very mature of you, all that acceptance and, <laughs> and gratitude <laughs> on the dog. I love well, my dog too, but like my dog, she eats my clothes when I get out of the house. And um, he's doing this for the past seven years. And, you know, I just I started crying. Then I laughed. Now it's just, okay, just get another day, do whatever you want. And I don't care. <laughs> but that's but the cute sucks. part, right? Because he doesn't want to be away from you right so he just wants you to have all, all your undivided intention because yes but i thought that i was raising an independent you know <laughs> the independent female dog. dog right yeah yeah <laughs> i just like a strong and independent uh female dog yeah, yeah. I, to- I totally get it i totally get it <laughs> the thing is they really just want to spend their time with us and uh, i True. i think that most of us just really want to spend our time with them too right so it's kind of my child as i, I see it right yeah i hate being one of those people but i am like i don't know and, and then that's the thing like she's she's really my best friend and that's that's a really cool feeling um and i don't know i can't even start yeah, so, thinking about you know her getting old anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they really just are really a part of our life right so they watch yeah. us grow they, they watch us have breakups but have uh, yeah bad night outs good night outs uh they just see, see us through it all right so yeah. they and they feel it they feel it they think and they can feel our energy and our mood and they really try to make it better so i'm really a big uh, pet advocate uh no matter what the kind or the species we really here at talk to are really um inclusive right so really <laughs> transparent and inclusive we if you want, if you have a pet, if you have any kind of pet, uh, iguana, a rabbit, uh, uh, chinchilla, whatever it is, we just want to see it. So please post pictures of it on the pets uh, channel or in the dogs yeah. or in the cats. And uh, yeah, we had a tradition uh, before when we have the not the dog uh, posts that were rabbits in the dogs channel. So they were the best, right? So we just see some cute, fluffy rabbits. Yeah. And other thing that dogs are also really been a part of my life where, where I studied, I studied in um, Faculdade Ciencias e Tecnologias, uh, FCT in uh, the, of the Universidade Nova de Lisboa. So in uh, right now it's called the School of Science and Technology Nova. Okay. I changed the name. And, uh, right? Yeah, in Lisbon, yeah. Uh, actually, the campus is in the uh, uh, south side okay. of, yeah, in Almada. Okay. Or Costa da Caparica, as you call it. And um, we had dogs there, right? So we the campus itself had dogs. So I left uh, an exam and I was really tired or really annoyed. Then it just came up to me, the dog, and asked for pets. So what's the best therapy, really? It's complete. It was completely therapeutic, therapeutic to me during college years. It's really important because I always knew that I had one dog to give one pet and change my whole day. Okay. Did you used to have pets when you were a kid? No, I I, I didn't actually. Not I even a fish. No, we had a turtle uh, in okay. the classroom. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was in first grade, my teacher decided that we needed to have some kind of responsibility, understand the cycle of life, right? So uh, he got us a. He, we had to decide what kind of pet we wanted, and during the weekends, one of us had to take the pet home and took care and take care of it. 
and then coming back and he, he'd stay there during the week. And he she was called Tita. Okay. Tita the turtle. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the small turtle or tortoise, I don't know. No, turtle. Yeah. yeah what happened? I think the teacher at the end. No yeah, the, I think the, the th- I think the teacher or some of the kids, I don't really remember it was a long time ago, right? Um yeah. one of the teacher, one of the kids got it, or the teacher got it. Stay with it for but yeah, we why well, I had I had Tita for for years, so that was oh. kind of my first pet, but I, I always, I always um, said to my mom and my dad, "Hey, please, let me have a little dog. Please let me have a little dog." And uh, my dad was kind of kind of traumatized by their previous family dog. It was a big Doberman called Kamursa. They only left uh, uh, the bed if you make the, make her um, sausage pastries. <laughs> so yeah so she, she was huge and uh, the only way that she, they could sleep in their bed is by uh, giving her these kind of treats right so uh yeah so she was kind of traumatized and i don't want a dog then i had to a little pull, put a lot of pressure to to move gaspar to her home and then he just keeps playing with them all day yeah I, I have kind of the same story. I used to ask for a little dog or a little brother or sister. And like my parents were like, no, no, no brothers, no sisters uh, and no dogs. So, you know, just play with yourself and shut up. And um, then um, when I got my, my first, my first apartment, I got a dog. Um, and so they were all like, you're not going to take care of her. You know, you're going to, you just, you will not play or you will make us uh, take care of her and blah, blah, blah. And now they're crazy about the dog. So yeah. I, I totally relate to that. Yeah. Uh, and also the turtle thing. I used to have a turtle uh, when I was a kid at, ha- at my ha- my dad's house. And uh, the turtle got so big. Really? We have to give her. Yes. You had to give it away? Yeah. Because what, to an institution, to the zoo, or what? No, no, like to a friend of my dad. Oh, okay. Like, so, yeah. Because she, he had a um, house and uh, and a garden and stuff. Oh, yeah, and, like, back we were right. living in a small apartment. And um, that turtle was so big, so big. It was crazy. Yeah, you um, got conned, right? So, for example, Tita was like, I'm very trying to. Small. Yeah. yeah, it was like this, right? So, just yeah. a little small, we call it in Portuguese, uh, cagado. Yes. Oh, kind of, I don't know the, the yes. proper, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and so she was really small, but compared, I have, I actually had a friend uh, back in the days that had a huge turtle in the house too. So he, he was just walking around the backyard all day. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so I can um, relate to that. <laughs> yes. One thing that I also know is that you're also really into cooking. What kind of stuff do yeah. you cook? So, the main thing that I like to cook is probably Italian cuisine. Uh, okay. So I'm really into Roman pastas, like carbonara, grigia, amaticiana, pepe calcio. Uh, they are my favorite. the accent? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I really, I really tried out for this interview, right? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, I went to Rome, um, Rome recently uh, just for the gastronomy of it. Really? yeah sightseeing and the gastronomy well, yeah for example if i select a place to go it really speaks volume to me the food i it's one of the main reasons that i go i want to try everything that they have 
Um, and I really tried to try to know the cuisine of the country. And uh, so Rome was like huge uh, step to me culturally because um, I really went everywhere to eat the pasta and uh, pizza. And I tried to get the most, uh, most of it, most of different pastas, different pizzas, different kind of pizzas, Neapolitan or Italian uh, classic pizza. And um, so, yeah, main thing I like to cook is Italian. Then I really think I'm a kind of a master of fried rice. I If Uncle Roger, that's a famous YouTuber, uh, sees this and tells me that my fried rice is good. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm going to do a cook-off for you. So I'm just trying to, to put purple splash in the place that it deserves. Yeah. Please. True cooking, true cooking, true cooking. So yeah, uh, I think I I really do a, I do a really good uh, fried rice. Um, well, I want to know how Malaysian style. Oh, it's okay. So what I usually do, I just grab some vegetables that I have, some mushrooms, or I I really love bimish. They are really good food, super food for me. Or and have some scallions or green onions, and I just slice it up and. Usually have some leftover rice. I just clamp it. So it's just really, it's really, I don't know it's in English. In Portuguese, we say salt. Um, oh, really bro- broke apart. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, and then I just mix some eggs. I uh, mix the eggs directly with the rice. Uh, this is the mise en place, right? So I slice the, the vegetables. I mix the eggs with the rice. So uh, every small bit of rice is involved in the egg and i have some leftover protein some beef or some chicken usually chicken um that i use tons tons of paprika by the way it's my favorite spice Um, and yeah smoked paprika just i put it in everything okay i just put in everything and i have some leftovers so i just put on the wok smell a little bit of vegetable oil fry the vegetables then add the add the rice stir 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 Lots of stir. Then I add the protein, just let it eat up, and then little soy sauce, sesame seeds, and then some uh, leftovers of the scallions or the the green onions that I previously sliced on top. And yeah, that's about it. It's the most simple way. You can also um, do some variations. You could do a nasi goreng instead of involving the the egg in the rice. You could just fry the egg previously. And then you just put the beautiful fried egg on top of the rice. And you could also uh, add sambal. That's a, a Malaysian spice. It's similar to the um, garlic uh, vinyadalj, garlic uh, with okay, wine that we have in Portugal. Yeah. yeah, it's similar, but with a little bit more pungent. Oh, I also add chili flakes. Sorry, I forgot about that. To give it a little punch. Yeah, and you could use, uh, use sambal and gives it a whole new flavor to it. So this is kind of my main two with leftover rice and some protein that I have. It's my main two to go. And I do it in like 10 minutes. We should have done all this show uh, based on recipes. <laughs> but after leaving, I want to know one more thing. Uh, yeah, what are the secrets uh, of the Italian cuisine that you learn and you want to share? Italian. Uh, yeah. Okay. So everything is about uh, the quality of the pasta and the sauce. So uh, Italians, they usually, I hope that some Italian doesn't kill me when she, when he hears or she hears it, okay, or they hear it. So um, we'll see after. Um, yeah. So please, first thing, don't break the pasta up when you put it in the pot. It, that's sacrilegious. Don't do it. Okay. Um, and then I think that it really is about the sauce 
and how you build the sauce. So, for example, if you do gricha, you need good quality guanciale. If you don't have guanciale, pancetta. If you don't have, if you don't have pancetta, then bacon. Okay, so this is kind of priority. Okay, and you need to gricha. I don't know if you want, if you know what it is. Gricha is like a variant of carbonara, but without the eggs. Okay. So it's exactly the same as carbonara, but without the eggs. Okay. So you need to build the sauce with and the pasta water. Cream, right? Yeah, without cream. Carbonara never takes cream. Okay. So okay, just yeah, let yeah. something it on. <laughs> it's like some people that say um, pizza that shouldn't have pineapple. Carbonara shouldn't have uh, cream. Okay. Right? Just eggs. Okay. Agree uh, on both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, what really you need to to do is really. Um, work on the sauce. So for example, you fry the, the guanciale, it's a much more, um, it has more spices, it's more spicy or has more flavor to a traditional bacon and it has, has more fat in it. So you need to render out the fat and you take out the, the guanciale and then you let, we are left with the fat on the pan, right? So it just gets a little bit of browning. And then you put the pasta water and you need to really emulsify that sauce, okay? So you want to create a thick layer that where you put the pasta then and use pecorino, not the parmigiano, use pecorino, pecorino for Roman pastas. It's it's different because it's made of the goats. It's made of the goat milk and not the, um, I believe it's goat milk. Please don't kill me uh, if I'm get, getting wrong, but I think it's goat milk. And then you need to really put an effort on the sauce to really thicken it up and grow and, and become the flavor and the main part of the pasta. And uh, you need to use uh, good quality pasta as well. And if one good trick for you to have good quality pasta, for example, Barilla is a really, really big pasta manufacturer and it's really well known because they have a really good marketing but there this are is not a sponsored episode by the way yeah yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry but you have uh, uh you we can cut that part uh, but, no. uh, or we can just <laughs> put a beep on on top of it but there are other brands that are really good and how you can see that because they have higher cooking time and the wider the pasta the better quality of the wheat that that, that made the pasta Okay. okay, so I'm I'm just talking about cooking. Sorry, I can probably no, no, I'm, I'm loving talk it. about it all day. <laughs> yeah. Do you usually make your own pasta or? Actually, I don't have a pasta machine okay. that you roll. I have one in Lisbon, but I'm as I said, I'm currently in Porto, so I don't have it here. I have, okay. I'm living in a small flat. Um, but uh, yeah, I I did some stuff with uh, I normal for example if I'm making pieces I make my own pasta my own uh, pizza dough and yeah I think to, I did one or two times my own pasta but I'm trying to get to level of the sauces first and then I'm going to go to the fresh pasta. Okay, sounds good. Okay, I would love to you know spend the whole day listening to your all your recipes, but I think that um, I'm gonna invite you for another special recipe only episode Podcast, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and um so thank you Francisco so much for joining us today um and thanks for the tips also I'm gonna try and then at least uh the fried rice for me I think it's gonna be a better option yeah I can and, I can send you some videos for you to to check it out okay please do and uh thank you so much it was great having you around and uh see you next next time guys thank you for the opportunity Inej, and thank you everyone for listening see you next time Bye. <laughs>